Welcome to foreverfit.tv, your online source for fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle. With your host, Nicola Riley, personal trainer, nutrition, and lifestyle coach, here to help you get in the best shape of your life. Hey, welcome to the show. I'm Nicola Riley, your online personal trainer, nutrition, and lifestyle coach. Now, I've just been out for a beautiful walk this morning, and for those of you who have been listening to the show for a wee while, you know that I'm a real big fan of barefoot and spending as much time barefoot as possible, and I love my barefoot running shoes as well. And just recently, I've started to take some real consideration into my running technique and how I actually run, and I feel like I am learning to run again because the way that I've been running in the past has been completely wrong, and no wonder I've had knee problems and ankle problems and everything because basically with every stride I've been slamming on the brakes because I've been landing with my heel first and this is um, something that happens when you so if you're wearing heel shoes and you're getting that contact first or who knows where I got it from I may have been taught it in the past or it's just something that I've always done who who knows but anyway now I'm learning to start to run much more with my toe first running much more lighter and running more freer and it's kind of There's a huge um, website called Chi Running, which teaches you how to run more relaxed and free, and this is kind of where I'm heading with my running, and I'm also going to be just reading lots and lots of information all about running too, but anyway, (laughs) the way that I've been running is just like, it's a whole light bulb was clicked on, and running's become so much easier, and whenever I switch back to the old way of running, when I go heel first, it's just like, whoa, this is like so much more effort and so now that I've changed my running technique and changed my running style it's just it's been quite incredible and it's just I'm just laughing at myself being being running the old way and so this is where I'm kind of heading with today's episode all about movement and um, how you can get your body moving more and learning to come back to basics and knowing what your body's designed to do so for many of us we think that um, things when they're wrapped up in like a healthy wrapper that that a marketing company's put on it means that that product is amazing and it make, means that that's something that we need to be doing. And running shoes, this is one of those big multi-billion dollar industries that we believe we need a certain style of running to be running awesome. And it's amazing, everything from food through to skincare is all driven by marketing one of the like an example of this is like um, women's hygiene in the 1909 Gillette decided that they wanted to sell more razors so in 1909 they released an article how it would increase hygiene and so this is where um, women's razors were born and so now we depending on where you live women shave their legs their underarms in order to be more hygienic And when you get um, marketing out there, it's amazing how it becomes just part of um, human habits, part of human behaviour, and it's just believed as something that you do. And so we can get hooked into things like things that, like vanity things, and we can be hooked into being told that this is something that's healthy, but it may not necessarily be because that is just some really good marketing and who knows when that marketing came to life. Like even toothpaste, you know, toothpaste is something that um, hasn't been around for a very long time in the evolution of man and this is something that we all believe we need to be doing as well as mouthwashes to keep our mouths really healthy. 
and when you eat really good quality food and you um, you you can brush your teeth, but you don't necessarily need to be having toothpaste with it and then all those other chemicals that are going in there. I'm not saying I don't brush my teeth and use toothpaste, but what I'm saying is that it hasn't been around for a really long time. And the other thing as well is that we get caught up into the fact of not knowing what actually is behind behind the scenes of what's going on with these marketing companies. And so I, I want to address in this kind of episode um, that health is something that we aren't taking a holistic view on. We're looking at health in terms of weight or health in terms of improving your runtime. And what so many people do when they start and they want to improve their health and they want to improve, like lose some weight, they head straight out and they start running. And there's loads of books out there that are telling them that running is the best way to be losing weight, but they're not doing it with the right form and they're combining that with a sedentary lifestyle and it's setting them up for disaster. And where most people are, are starting from when they're wanting to be healthy is like in a locked up position with tight hip flexors and poor posture. Running is an incredible natural skill and the problem is when we put running into an environment that isn't natural, so um, a desk environment where you are all crouched up and like I said the tight hip flexors, a bum that's gone to sleep, that natural skill of running gets lost and this is where um, we can start to get injured, injured as well. So we can tap into the um, natural movements of our body. Movement patterns for running get really confused, and I myself have tried plenty of them. I was, I've always had flat feet, and then I've gone through expensive orthotic shoes, and I've tried to do all sorts of things to pry, try and improve my running over the years but then I just thought that I wasn't somebody that was going to run because I've got dodgy knees and so I thought that I was always born with flat feet and I used to try and make myself run but then I would get achy joints, achy knees and I thought that that was the only way that I was going to lose weight and be healthy and that's what everybody my age was doing so I felt that I was missing out because I wasn't running. I could sprint no problem like just short sharp bursts but any time that I went over, say, like 400 metres or I went over 15 minutes, this is when my knees would start to hurt. And the, what it turns out is that basically I was my, my skill and my technique of running was just rubbish and my feet were flat, meaning my feet were weak. So I had lost the, the natural human ability to be able to use my feet properly. So people aren't born with flat feet. I wasn't born with flat feet, but when you put heels on them, when you put yourself into a desk and when you don't use your feet correctly, those arches and those feet and the feet fall asleep. So one of the most natural ways for you to restore the arches of your feet and restore the, the entire mechanics of your body is to start using your feet and is to start doing things like barefoot. It is the environment that you put your foot in and where your foot develops. If you're constantly providing your foot with support and you're sitting in it in a chair all the time, that arch of your foot doesn't get developed. And that's when you start to the whole entire mechanics, it starts from the ground up. When you also then put yourself in shoes that have heels that you aren't 
able to, you aren't absorbing the impact as natural as what the body's designed to do. So people think that it's safer to run on their heels, yet the, the natural way to run is running on your toes. And when you slam, when you slam on the brakes with your heels, you are, it's like you're putting the brakes on with every single step and you're having to work that much harder to bring that leg up and over. But when you're running on your toes, you've got a slight tilt forward of the body and you've got a natural biomechanics happening with the body. Now, depending on who you go to and who you um, listen to, you're going to be told different ways of, that your body's designed to run. And so this is where it's about understanding, first of all, um, the basic mechanics of the body. People make errors when they, when they um, look at the basic range of motion of the body. And when you don't get more movement into your life, this is when you start to get tissues that are really stiff. You start to lose the range of motion and you start to lose basic motor control of your limbs. So when you start to explain the basic mechanisms of running to people, you've got to think about, okay, can have you got the, the core strength to be able to stabilise the upper body? Have you got the range of motion to be able to get that um, the hip flexor extending behind you? And can you use the arches of your feet? Like, are you spending enough time walking barefoot? Are you spending enough time standing barefoot? And can you do things like um, skip on your toes? Because if you were a good test to know whether or not you've got the arches of your feet working really well is whether or not you can jump rope, do, do like, you don't have to actually use a rope, but do like 30 hops on one foot. So tippy toes, just jumping on your foot with your toes, on your toes and just jumping. If you can do that, you've got the basic mechanisms of being able to run and use your foot and you've got some good arch strength happening. If you can't, well that's where you kind of start with. You want to be starting to build the basic mechanics of your foot being able to pump the ground and landing when it's required to be running and this is where we we go wrong with just this basic setup of learning to run so you can see where I'm coming from if you spend all this time sitting and you've got stiff joints you've got lack of range of motion then you put on arch supporting shoes and you um, are landing with your heel you've got incredible impact going through your body through your joints and this is where, in a few weeks' time, that's where injuries happen. So, don't be put off by everything that I'm talking about here. The way you start is just getting back to basics. You start by um, getting out walking. Walking, and walking as much as you can in like barefoot shoes, so that you are allowing your foot to move, you're allowing the arches of your feet to develop, and you're allowing the natural mechanics of your body to be rebuilt. 
then you start to spend more time barefoot. Spend your weekends barefoot. Walk around the house, do things in the garden, do everything as much as you can barefoot, and then stand more. Now, this process can take um, six months, it could take three months, it could take a year. It's about building the basic mechanics of your body back up so that everything starts to rebuild back into the natural function of what's supposed to happen when you move properly. Then you want to be making sure that you, if you are spending too much time sitting and your hip flexors are getting really tight, so we spend lots of time stretching out your hip flexors, making sure you've got that good posture. And then you start to do short little bursts of running, and you do it in a way that doesn't create a whole lot of impact. Like the last thing in the world, and a recipe for disaster, is that you spend eight hours sitting at your desk. You are... Um, then you sit in your car, then you go home, and then you go and run 30 minutes, and you've never run before, and you're doing it in an aim to lose weight, and you do that three times a week. This is where injury happens, and this is where your body starts to get locked up, and we start to see more things go go wrong. So the best place to start is via walking, and just building that basic mechanics happening in the body. So the thing is, because you need to make sure that you've got really good range of motion happening in your ankles, you've got good stability happening in your pelvis, and you've got some good hip extension happening so that when the leg actually comes behind you, you're able to bring that leg forward and it's able to come down to the ground and then back again. If you're having to do things like tilt your pelvis to be able to bring that leg around because your hip flexors are tight, this is when you're going to start to put unnecessary strain on other parts of your body. The problem is we're not, we're not addressing the basic range of motion that the body's designed to do. And then we head straight out and we start to pound pavements and then we start to increase um, distance and then we start to get injured. So most people have some sort of movement practice that they do it doesn't matter what the movement practice is it could be anything from yoga through to crossfit through to heading to some lesnals classes whatever the practices that you're doing doesn't matter but what all of these practices have in common is that you need to be doing specific movement patterns so that you are moving your body in the way that your body's designed to do now there's different primal movement patterns now, the first movement pattern that your body's designed to do is gait. And this is where you put in walk, sprinting, and running into the gait category. This is one of the most natural things your body does. And this is something that we just don't get enough of. If there is one thing that every single person needs to do more of, this is walking. You need to make sure you're getting a good six, four to six hours in per week. So this is 30 minutes per day, like 3K per day. Just getting the body moving, and if you can do that in like barefoot shoes or shoes that don't have heels, this is where you want to be starting. The next thing your body's designed to do is squat. This is getting your butt to the ground, your hamstrings touching your calves, your knees are out, your chest is up, and a full range squat. It's like doing like a, a Pull in the woods sort of thing, getting that kind of position happening and naturally being able to stay there. If you can do that, that means you've got good range of motion happening in your knees and your ankles and your hips, and that's one of the most primal things your body's designed to do. If you can't do that, 
then you shouldn't be out there pounding and putting all the stress through the body until you can start to get the really good range of motion happening. Next thing your body's designed to do is lunge. You want to make sure you can get a full lunge happening evenly on both sides. The lunge is where you've got one forward back, foot forward and one foot back. You've got a 90 degree bend when your back knee is on the ground and you're able to lift yourself up and then back down again without tilting forward or tilting back. You're just moving straight up and straight down. Then you push. A push is like a push-up, being able to push yourself off the ground and a pull is the opposite movement to that. Then you've got a bend. You should be able to bend and touch your toes. This means you've got good range of motion happening through your lower back and mobility through your spine, and you shouldn't need to put a massive bend in your knees. Then your body's designed to twist, and you're also designed to be able to stabilize when you twist as well. Now, twisting action happens when you run, but you want to make sure that you're able to stabilize through your core when you do that too. So basic range of motion, it doesn't matter what the practice is, whether it's, it's yoga, crossfit, doing um, workouts in the online gym, doing Nismal's workout, the common practices that you can do all of those primal movement patterns, and as long as you're addressing all of those primal movement patterns, that's when you're able to improve your running skill. So running is a skill, and Things like yoga and CrossFit is a movement practice. So one of the things you want to be doing then is be practicing the positions of the body so that you're able to improve your running skill. So what is it in your body that needs to be improved so that you're able to, to perform those basic primal movements? If you can't get down, your bottom down to the ground in a full range squat, what is it that's tight? Maybe it's your Achilles and your ankles. And so again, this is where doing spending more time standing, spending more time walking, doing plenty of those sort of squats to improve that range of motion is going to help you improve your running as well. Because when you run, you want to have that natural flexion and absorption happening with the ankle. So when we combine all like those basic human functions that the body's designed to do, and then we see people not doing that, but they're also leading a sedentary life, this is when we're starting to lose the basic ranges of motion, the basic human function, and this is when the biomechanics of the whole body gets messed up, and this is where we set ourselves up for disaster. And, we'll, and this is also why so many people get put off, because they might think that running is the best way for them to start exercise. And so they head out, and it's just it's too much. The body can't do it. It's too big a leap from being in an office job to heading out running. And I get it, because... I've been running wrong for years and running's been hard work and now that I'm starting to run better and improving my technique, running is becoming much easier. But the other thing to understand is I have spent the last year and a half in barefoot shoes, barefoot, um, building the arches of my feet and just starting to work on that. It's not like I've been doing it with this massive goal, it's just something I've known that's made me feel better. It's something that I've wanted to do that improve more and I really enjoyed wearing the barefoot shoes as well and I wanted to start to get much more natural in what I was doing. So this is why I've headed this direction and lo and behold it's been the perfect direction for me to head to because the more and more research that I do and the more and more understanding that I get about the human function and, and body biomechanics, 
I'm uh, heading in the exact perfect direction. So the best place, if you follow what I'm talking about, this is where you need just to spend more time barefoot, barefoot shoes. And what barefoot shoes are is that, yes, you can go buy some really expensive barefoot shoes, but the basic thing you want from a shoe is to not have any heel or arch support, and that shoe is just protecting you from any stones that you might be on the ground. So it's got a thick enough sole so that you don't get pierced by anything, but the sole is very flexible and it's just protecting you so that you can use your foot has a basic range of motion happening and your foot's able to absorb and change with the ground. Then the other thing for me is my hip flexors were really, really tight. And so this is a problem that was it was shifting like my pelvis out of alignment. And this is also because spending too much time sitting as well. And you can spend a whole lot of money going to um, seeing like experts and going out and trying to find the best advice so that you can fix your posture. And this is something that is awesome if you can do. But what I'm trying to say is that you don't need to be doing this. You need to just start to understand what your body needs. If you spend lots of time sitting, start to spend more time moving. Start to break up your day. Start to walk more. Start to return your body back to basic human function and start to restore the muscles so that they start to become alive. Get barefoot, wake up the arches of your foot, start skipping on one foot and just start to wake up that natural basic function. The body doesn't work, um, sorry, the body doesn't work if you don't ask it to work. So you, you, you need to just start to take that whole ownership of what's going on in your body. And the cool thing is, is your body is really self-corrective. So if you put it in a better position, If you start to move more, this is when you're going to start to wake up muscles that have been asleep. Your body is wired to work well. It wants to work well, but the less opportunity you give it to work well, the less likely it is. So start to look at your environment. Start to look at ways that you're able to Put your body into a more favourable position so that you're able to wake up muscles that aren't working. And if you're in a good position, this is where you're going to be able to activate your glutes. This is when you're going to be able to stretch out your hip flexors. This is when when you start to stand more, notice how your core starts to switch on versus when you're sitting down. All the muscles wake up when you put it in the right place. So we have to think of our body as an entire system. It's not just about a tight hip flexor muscle or about a weak core or about a sore knee. It's about the entire body. Starting from the ground up, it's about waking up the arches of your feet, starting to get that range of motion through your ankles, so the basic function of a squat. Can you get your bottom to the ground? Have you got good range of motion through your ankle? And can you wake up the arches of your feet? Do that through lots of more standing, lots more time barefoot, and walking. Have you got good soft tissue health? Have you got good joint capsule health? Are you eating foods that are allowing your joints to have a enough mucosal lining so that you're getting um, good healthy joints or are you eating foods that are causing inflammation and causing joint ache 
Are you getting enough water into your diet so your joints are remaining healthy? Making sure that you are um, getting your feet so that they're straight on the ground. Are you getting the right biomechanics happening when you're walking? All of these things are crucial for the system to work. If you are sitting on your bottom all day and you aren't moving and you're eating foods that are causing inflammation or drying your body out, like for example lots of sugar, lots of caffeine, um, you're eating gluten when you're intolerant to gluten, all these things affect the health of your joints and the health of your body. See, the key is you need to have the tools so that you can get your body back to that normal function and you need to be able to get it back so that you're able to move correctly. When you do this, your body finds that correct position and this is the reason why um, we need to start at the base. So, for example, if you've got really tight calves, this could be because like you've constantly got one foot that's turning out to the side. So then your calf's constantly having to um, compensate for that foot that's turning out. So the whole mechanics of your body is being affected because you are not lining your feet up correctly on the ground. And this is then collapsing the arch of your foot and then causing your foot to be, um, sorry, the calf to be really stiff. So just coming back to... Again, just when you're standing, just lining things up, standing tall, walking two, two lines nice and evenly through your feet and just starting to return and wake up the muscles. If you're unsure of that, that's when you'd go see a physiotherapist as well and there's loads of them around where you can get your gait analysed. You can work out what muscles might be turning that foot out to the side and get specific muscles to pull it back. But again, you want to make sure that you are doing the basic things like not spending too much time sitting. And this is why you want to continue to then work on the whole basic functions of the body. So if you've got a continual knee problem, that could be stemming from, again, the arches of your feet or from um, your knees as well. So treat your body as an entire system. So just as much as sleep is important, so is hydration, so is the environment you're in, so is the stress that you're surrounding your body with. Tissue health is crucial as well as the, and that's crucial, that comes from the food that you're eating and also the environment that you're putting that foot in, <laughs> that joint in, sorry. <laughs> And the other thing to understand is that your joint is a system as well. So the joint interacts with your muscles, it interacts with your body, and it interacts with the environment as well. So we always want to make sure that we are looking at the body as an entire system. Now, I'm no physiotherapist, but what my whole point with this podcast was about is just explaining, like... The basic mechanics of the body and just starting to look at your day-to-day -day life more holistically. If your goal is to lose weight and your goal is to build energy, then sitting in a desk all day isn't going to help you get there. If you're somebody who wants to run but you've always found running is quite exhausting or you're injured from it, then start to look at ways that you can improve your running. And it may be simply that you need to be walking more so that you're waking up the body, you're getting everything strong again so that you're able to get your arches working properly, you're able to stabilise your core and you're able to loosen up those hip flexors. And then you want to make sure that you're eating a diet that's really supportive of healthy joints and a healthy body. 
So the basic thing is that we need to move more. Nobody is walking enough. I mean, I'm sure there might be a few people, but anyone that I meet, not walking enough. I walk 30 minutes a day and it's not enough. We need to be walking more. The human body is designed to walk and we just need to get more walking into our life. And if you can do that with shoes that aren't affecting your heels, that aren't affecting your arches, and that walking is rebuilding the basic human function of the body, then any time that you spend sitting, so if you've got a desk job, break up that sitting every 90 minutes. Get up from the desk, walk away. <laughs> it makes me want to say spray and walk away. <laughs> get up, walk away, and... Get some movement happening, and even just a couple of minutes, like just leaving your office, go and um, play with the dog quickly, go visit a colleague down the corridor, do something for just a couple of minutes to break up that time sitting and spend as much time barefoot as you can. If you're in a workspace where you can't spend your time barefoot, then on your weekends, get barefoot, stand more. And all those things combined with a really good strength-based program and balancing out those primal movements, so a squat, so gait, squat, lunge, push, pull, bend and twist, this is when you're going to start to restore the basic human function of the body. Because that's what we're missing out on, we just aren't getting back to basics. Our body is a system of systems and everything is connected. So not only do we need to pay attention to the food we're eating, we need to pay attention to how we're moving that body. Hey, so I hope you enjoyed that podcast. If you've got any questions about any of that, please don't hesitate to get in touch. Otherwise, I shall see you really soon for your next one. Make sure you sign up to the newsletter and get weekly updates as well for everything that's been going on at foreverfit.tv. Do you lack time? Are you just too busy to exercise? Do you struggle even to find the energy or the motivation to exercise? Then get ready to take your health to a new level in the comfort of your own living room. Fat-burning workouts as short as 8 minutes. Yoga routines to de-stress and sculpt and tones to help you create a lean, strong body. Learn how you can create real health and wellness with VIP nutrition and wellness advice in the online gym. Here you will find over 400 video workouts from yoga, tai chi, high-intensity interval training, skull and tones, mobility routines, extremes, and so much more. New workouts added weekly, along with cooking classes, menus, meal plans, webinars, and over 500 recipes to help you get in the best shape of your life. Sign up today at foreverfit.tv forward slash online dash gym. The materials and content in this podcast are there to educate and to inform. There's no substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. This podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Instead, I encourage you to discuss your options with your healthcare provider who knows your condition and your health history. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience and conclusions. Nicola Riley encourages you to make your own healthcare decisions based on your research and in partnership with your qualified healthcare professional.